the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Thursday morning. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Damian Collado and David Dawson. And <laughs> the party is continuing, you guys. It is crazy. We, we, <laughs> and our batteries, yeah. too. We're having a great time, though. Yeah, I don't know. Our attitude <laughs> is, uh, is, yeah, we're kind of heading towards Thanksgiving early or something. You know, That's we're right. going a little nuts here. Why, why not? Why not? A week indeed. early. Hey, we're yeah. just excited that uh, all this uh, Seattle looking rain is out of the area. It is. But you know what? I always associate November with kind of dreary days and everything. And it kind of fits. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. Okay. And my yard really like well, that yeah, oh, Seattle type I'm not, type I'm not yeah. knocking. I'm just saying that's why I think everybody's kind of excited this oh. morning. Ah. We woke up and we didn't have mist in our face. Yeah. <laughs> that's just true. Yeah. All right. No one's spitting on us. No one's. Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll talk a little more about the weather in just a moment. But today, as we all know, or at least most of us, today is St. Margaret of Scotland's Feast Day. And so we always like to start our show off with a prayer in honor of our saint of the day, and we'll do just that. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for giving us St. Margaret of Scotland as an example of holiness. Help us to imitate the virtue she showed in her holy influence upon her husband's kingly reign. St. Margaret of Scotland, pray for us. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a good day to have haggis. Amen. You you go right ahead. I'm gonna eat a uh, kolache from Heavenly Donut. You go have what, what did you say? Haggis. Haggis. It's it's sort of a Scottish boudin, but it tastes really bad. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I bet. It sounds oh. like something you might do after you eat you know, it. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Saint Margaret had redemptive suffering just just eating Scottish food, but that's another story. Hey, well, you know that's true. We all should suffer. That's what today's gospel is all about. Jimmy's is going to reflect on that in a little bit, and Father right. Chris is going to share that with us too. There we go. Very good. And we will learn more about our saying of the day later on during uh, our show. Uh, but we have some wonderful events taking place in our listening area at ten after. We will give you details about. In 18, minute, in 18 minutes, Damian O'Connor joins us. He's the Knights of Columbus Vice President of Evangelization and Faith Formation. And today he's talking about a video series called Into the Breach, The Mission of the Family. So we'll be diving into this topic. In 35 minutes, David Dawson Jr. joins us. He's a COO of Witness to Love, which is an international marriage catechumenate apostolate. And today he's talking about the need for men to build a sense of community. 
And in 48 minutes, Camille Polly joins us. She is a co-founder and president of Healing the Culture, and we're talking about pro-life issues and being pro-life in America. So marriage, family, pro-life, wow. respect life. Yeah. There's a theme going on today, so we're looking forward to these great guests. Yes, oh, yeah, all good things. And uh, weather-wise, well, it's good news because the rain has departed, but the clouds, and it'll remain overcast, at least for today. Sun may peak out late afternoon. Uh, things are going to start clear out altogether though tomorrow and make way for a very nice weekend it will remain breezy though winds out of the north at about 10 to 15 miles an hour so that's going to keep our temperatures rather cool at least for today high is only going to get to about 70 the low is going to be 60 tomorrow though we should see some sunshine and it should be a great time to get outdoors and do the things you want to do go see some good football Uh, high will be in the mid 70s little or no chance of rain not bad for mid-november to say the least Mm -hmm. right now everybody is in the 60s 62 degrees new orleans and home thibodeau 61 degrees in mobile covington and baton rouge there you go it's five after the hour on this thursday morning and it's wake up time Good morning, I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's Gospel comes to us from Luke chapter 17. Asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus said in reply, The coming of the kingdom of God cannot be observed, and no one will announce, Look, here it is, or there it is, for behold, the kingdom of God is among you. Then he said to his disciples, The days will come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. There will be those who will say to you, Look, there he is, or look, here he is. Do not go off, do not run in pursuit. For just as lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer greatly and be rejected by this generation. We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect. The Pharisees asked, When will the kingdom of God come? That question indicates two fundamental flaws in their understanding of God's kingdom. First, They look for a magnificent external political kingdom. Secondly, they were blind to the signs that the kingdom of God was already in their midst. We call that kingdom the church. Its existence began in Mary's womb. It was publicly manifested on Pentecost with the advent of the Holy Spirit. Its glorious climax will occur in an unimaginable grandeur when Jesus comes again at the end of this world. The church, then, is primarily a spiritual and a supernatural reality, although it has a visible dimension. In its existence, the church is the mystical body of Jesus Christ. The most important current manifestation of the kingdom of God is not in our magnificent church structures, or even in the church's hierarchical nature. The best evidence of the church's presence on earth is in the holiness of its members, of which the saints are powerful witnesses. This is true in every age, because the saints best reflect the indwelling Holy Spirit that transforms them and wants to transform us into Christ. This is the reason why sin and division diminish the church's witness to the world. To the degree that we are not saints 
or striving to become saints, we lessen the power of God's manifestation through us. Speaking of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, St. Therese of Lisieux wrote, The doctor of doctors, that is the Holy Spirit, teaches us without the sound of words. I've never heard him speak, yet I know he is within my soul. Every moment he is guiding and inspiring me, and just at the moment I need them, lights, till then unseen, is granted me. Most often it is not in prayer that they come, but while I go about my daily duties. I know that many of you have experienced these wonderful aha experiences. Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sagers. Thank you, Jimmy, and thank you, Father Chris. Almost 11 after the hour. Happy Thursday, everyone. We have some events we want to share with you that are coming to our area, like the Eucharistic Miracle Exhibit. It's going to be November 25th and 26th. It's an extensive assortment of photographs and historical descriptions of Eucharistic miracles that are taking place all around the world. It's an exhibit presented by the principle of Eucharistic miracles that that took place in the ages of various countries as well as uh, recognized by the church, and that's important too. Mm -hmm. It's going to be at St. Catherine of Siena. They will host the exhibit on November 25th and 26th. I think that's the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving, uh, which is actually next week. Hard to believe. Mm. Uh, But if you want more info, go to ccmedia.live. I've seen those exhibits, by the way. You want to give yourself time Mm -hmm. because you're so fascinated, and and there's there's a lot of um, wording on some of the exhibits. You have to read to to get the background. They're fantastic, though. I I mean, really, it it took some time for me. Um, Make plans to attend the St. Agnes Gala at Baton Rouge coming up. This is January 12th of 2024, so we're already into that. Um, It's a Friday evening. It's going to be from 6 to 9 at Drusilla Place in Baton Rouge. Tickets are $150 a person or $1,200 for a table of 10. There'll be a cocktail hour silent auction beginning at 6 p.m., and they'll be followed by dinner. And the guest speaker, get this, Kathleen Beckman will be in town, so she'll be speaking uh, that evening on the light shines uh, on in the darkness. I believe that's what the title is. The light shines in the darkness. Uh, practical insights and in protecting yourselves and your loved ones. Uh, go to CC. Oh, it's semi-formal attire. So, mm-hmm. Damien, you can only wear half a tux. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right. All right. And so I'll make so, sure it's the bottom part. Oh, more importantly, yes. For more information, go to ccmedia.live. Oh, my gosh. Well, the third annual Live Nativity will take place Saturday, November 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Chapel in Covington. You'll see a live nativity with animals. There will be a Christmas market, a bake sale, face painting for the kids, and jambalaya. I mean, it just keeps getting better and better. For more details, you can go to ccmedia.live. During the first week of Advent, the Franciscan Friars are inviting everyone to Divine Mercy Catholic Church in Kenner to see the first-class relics of St. Anthony of Padua. Man, that's my main man. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Sunday, December 10th. St. Anthony will be visiting in the form of two first-class relics from the Basilica in Padua, Italy. Mm. The relics will be accompanied by Father Mario Conte, and there will be a Mass 
that will be on Sunday at 8.30 as well as 10.30. And veneration begins at 9.30 and will go until 2.30. And again, if you want more information, you can go to divinemercyparish.org or ccmedia.live to get the details. I know you're going to that. That's mm-hmm. your man. It's, you it's already on my calendar. There you go. Oh, it's time once again, the Christmas Luncheon for Priests. That's Monday, November 27th, the annual Christmas Luncheon for Priests and table sponsorships and individual tickets are now available for purchasing, starting at 130 a person, special options for reserved tables and sponsorship. The day will begin at 10.30 Mass at Immaculate Conception on Barone Street there, and then you walk across the street to the Roosevelt Hotel and have a wonderful lunch, meet the seminarians that uh, you're supporting at uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. Once again, ccmedia.live. Yep. Yes, real quick, the holidays are coming, but there is plenty of time to volunteer. Catholic Charities in the Archdiocese of New Orleans needs volunteers to organize and box donations to refugee families at their location in Metairie. I'll post all of the details at ccmedia.live. There are December dates that you want to take a look at as well. Okay, Gabby, thank you very much. Uh, Damian O'Connor, Vice President with the Knights of Columbus, he's going to be with us next here on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for November 16th. Today we celebrate Saint Margaret of Scotland. A daughter of the Anglo-Saxon prince, Margaret first met her future husband when her family was shipwrecked off the coast of Scotland. For the most part, Margaret and King Malcolm, who married in 1070 when she was about 20, were happy together. Malcolm was good-hearted, but rough and uncultured, as was Scotland itself. As a wife, she was able to soften the king's temper, polish his manners, and help him become a virtuous ruler. She also influenced her adopted country, promoting the arts and education. Together, the royal couple founded several churches. Margaret took religious reforms seriously, working to correct abuses among priests and laity. As a mother, she personally supervised the religious instruction of her six sons and two daughters. The queen's private life was austere. She ate sparingly and slept little in order to have more time for devotions. On the way home from Mass, Margaret would wash the feet of six poor persons and give them alms. In public, she was always surrounded by beggars, and she never refused them. Margaret died in 1093, four days after her beloved husband was killed in battle. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. And welcome back to Wake Up. It is almost 19 after the hour. Glad you could join us. With us now, Damian O'Connor. He is with the Knights of Columbus. In fact, he's the Vice President of Evangelization as well as Faith Formation. Here to talk about a new video series that they've put together entitled Into the Breach, The Mission of the Family. Good morning, Damian. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, glad to have you. Let's jump right into this because uh, I, I've been kind of doing a little bit of research on on the the video series, but more importantly, the subject matter that you guys focus on, I think is is right on point, especially Indeed. in today's times. Share with us a little bit about the mission of the family, the video series, and then we'll kind of dive into what what some of the topics are. Sure, sounds good. 
the the series is it's we're hoping that it proclaims the truth and beauty of the Catholic vision of family life, and we hope that it inspires uh, the viewers, those who watch it, to really live that vision in the modern world. And I think the, that key key part of that phrase is the modern world. We don't live in a Christian culture anymore, right. and so therefore we have to be apostolic in how we live. And that's not to be negative, uh, but we at the nights we just accept that it's it's a difficult world we're living in, and so we have to choose to live uh, differently than secular society. And so it's a it's a five episode series, uh, and each of the topics is uh, or each of the videos is about twelve minutes long, and uh, there's a specific topic, as you mentioned earlier, and there's a, a couple or a family that's highlighted in each video that helps you to go a little bit deeper into that topic, kind of make it a little more real and re- realistic for those watching. Okay. And let's. what are the five topics, uh, uh, the titles, so people can get a good feel of what we're talking sure. about here? Sure. The first one is the Catholic family uh, in a post-Christian world. The next one is marriage, the foundation of the family. The third one is the gift of children. The fourth one is healing in the family. And the fifth episode is creating a legacy of faith. Hmm. Boy, and, and if that doesn't hit home, yeah, do, are, you, are you guys primarily focusing on marriage and family because it's almost becoming an afterthought? It's a great question. Uh to be honest with you, we this all came through prayer. We were really mm. saying, because our, our founder, Blessed McGivney, cared deeply about forming men in the faith. Uh, and so we, we take that very seriously. And we through prayer, we said, you know, we can do our, our part. We have 16,000 councils, over 2 million members. And if we could evangelize our, our men, it, it would really make a huge difference yeah. for society. And so part of that is, the foundation of society is the family. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to do our small part to really promote what a sacramental marriage is. Uh, and hopefully we did a good job. Are you doing this from the male perspective? The reason I asked, we just hosted an event called Catholic Man Night in Baton Rouge. 200 men, we sold out the event, gathered, and every guy I spoke with and then everyone else that I spoke with can't wait to have it again next year because men don't have an opportunity in a lot of cases to share their faith. And this video, is it focused on the the male or the father of the family and being like St. Joseph, so to speak? Mm, great question. We The series we produced before this was called Into the Breach, uh, and that was specifically uh, for men. This one uh, well, it's certainly for men. It can also be for couples as well. Okay. Uh, okay. We've also been hearing about families that are watching it with, with small children or grandparents that maybe they will hear that they, you know, they feel like they failed. Maybe their kids, you know, left the faith. And there's part of the series also explains that it's never too late. It's never too late to start or to, to come back to the faith. And so we're finding that it has a lot of applications. Our original intent was for our guys, but it, we're, we're, Glory to God, many other people are, are watching mm-hmm. it and, and getting something out of the series. That's great. We're talking to Damian O'Connor, who is vice president with the Knights of Columbus nationally, and he's VP of Evangelization and Faith Formation, talking about a new video series for families in particular, as well as men, Into the Breach, the Mission of the Family. Uh, you mentioned you prayed on this. Is the mission of the Knights of Columbus going above and beyond Barbecue dinners and spaghetti? 
<laughs> Great question. <laughs> you know, it's a misconception that that's all that we do. I, right. but I, get, I, get I know. That's, that's why I, I phrased it that way, because yeah. that's what people first think. But I know it's deeper than that. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt, but. No, not at all. And we we do take uh, family life very seriously. And and one of the things when people ask, when I was a grand knight, I had to explain what it means to be or why be a knight. Yeah. And I, for me, it was because we believe living our faith makes a difference. And and we choose to live differently than secular society. And that's very attractive to myself and to a lot of a lot of men mm-hmm. who are striving to live their faith and and looking for a, a place or a space in which to do that. And so. Uh, we're, we're heavily focusing on evangelization now. Um, not that we weren't before, but we're being more intentional, as I said, because yeah. the world is, is not supportive of that. It's not supportive of sacramental marriages. Um, and so we're, we're just trying to be more intentional now. Okay. I, I now, like how, how is the video series used? Uh, there's five videos. Mm-hmm. Do you follow it? One, two, three, four, five. Hop around. Uh, help us get a get a feel for this uh, because it's been out since the end of September. And I believe I read over 1.5 million views already. Oh, wow. That's great. Uh, actually, that number was for our original series, Into the Breach. Uh, this series, we our goal was 100,000 views in the first six months, and we're already well over 300,000. Oh, so, great. Um, great. I, I think I think we'll get there. You bet. Hopefully. But, uh, God. but yes, do you, have, do you watch it, episode one, two, three, four, five? Is that how you all have it set up? Uh, again, a great question. No, we try to make it so that you can watch any, there's no order to, through which to watch it. Okay. Um, so you could start with whatever one you want. And what I neglected to say earlier, we also have a study guide. So if you go to our website, kfc.org, mission slash mission of the family, uh, you'll see all the videos are there. You can download them. They're all free. There's also a study guide for small group discussions uh, because the topics, if you watch a video, you almost can't help to want to discuss more uh, because it triggers things for you or memories or things you're dealing with in your own marriage and family. Um, and so you can go a little bit deeper with the study guide. And um, we're, we're very pleased with how that turned out. Is there any cost to the program or the study guide? No, it's all, it's free. Oh, wow. There wow. You go. That's awesome. Oh, that's Give that website again mm-hmm. so people can uh, sure. jot it down. It's not very hard to remember, but it, go ahead. It's K of C dot org slash mission of the family that's easy enough very good you mentioned that there are uh couples in each of the segments are there any other people that are featured that we may know about sure there's um dr uh, ray garendi there's dr tim gray Mm -hmm. from uh, the gustin institute um speaker and author sarah swafford Mm -hmm. um just off the top of my head uh major league baseball player trevor williams Great. Uh, Mike Sweeney. Um, yeah, so we, we have quite a few people that are in there that we would we refer to as the experts. Um, but the ones that steal the show are, are, are the, the couples and the families uh, mm. that we have because their stories are so are so rich and they're also very real. Um, one of the episodes is on, you know, as I said, healing in the family. And um, a lot of times we need that. It could be something between the couple. It could be generational issues that need healing. Um, and it's important to acknowledge that sacramental marriage is beautiful and it's a joy, but there's other issues that come into play that, that we, that you do need to deal with. You're right on. And, and when you mentioned that that was one of the, uh, episodes, I think that's important, uh, because, um, 
marriage is a vocation, and quite often it's yeah. overlooked in that regard. And uh, you make a vow, and you know, richer or poorer, you know, health and happiness and all that good stuff that goes along with the vows. But the key to it is uh, there's going to be some ups and downs. Yes. There's going to be some challenges, and you got to know how to address that. You got to be able to yeah. to face that as a couple versus just getting mad and saying, "Oh, the marriage is over." You know, that's, you know, that's I too think, much of an easy way out. Damien and Damien, both Amen. you, uh, I, I think it is so incredible <laughs> that the Knights of Columbus are taking this this course if you will because uh this this direction that you guys are going in i just i'm so grateful for that because i'm witnessing it in these small groups and that are becoming large groups that there's a hunger that men have for their spirituality mm -hmm. and it seems like we're just mm -hmm. now realizing it right. and we're just now sharing it and that's why these events and everything are so crowded and here's the knights yeah, of columbus yeah. stepping right in and providing these resources yeah. so i just think that is invaluable i think it's wonderful yeah. We, mm -hmm. If I may, if, yeah. if I may, we've also made a, a, a significant shift uh, in our council structure. We have what's now called CORE, C-O-R, which is Latin for heart. So mm -hmm. you'll hear about Knights Columbus meetings, and we still have them. But now in addition to that, there's, um, our, we call them jurisdictions, which would be like Louisiana as a jurisdiction. Yeah. And we're now offering CORE which is prayer, formation, and fraternity. So oh, men, any go. man in the parish can come together and receive those three things. It's separate from the regular business meeting we have, uh -huh. um, and it's for not just nights, but it's for any man in the parish. Oh, that's What wonderful. we're finding is that men are enjoying it so much that they're asking us to join the nights rather than us going out and recruiting uh, because they just find it very fulfilling. And we, again, we have 16,000 councils worldwide. Yeah. Um, we feel it's our responsibility to help men grow in their faith. That's amazing. Damien O'Connor, thank you so much for being with us. By the way, is the video quick, 10 seconds, and will you put it in different languages or already in different languages for other countries? It, it, that is in the pro in process of being done. Spanish, French, Polish, uh, Korean. Yeah, awesome. we're, we're trying to translate it. Yeah. Damien O'Connor, Knights of Columbus, check out the video, Into the Breach, The Mission of the Family. It's 30 After on Wake Up. It is 35 past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Damien Clotto and David Dawson. Our next guest is David Dawson Jr. He is the COO of Witness to Love, which is an international marriage catechumenant apostolate. Dave, good morning. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning. Well, we're talking about a quite interesting discussion, something we discussed actually before the break with uh, Damien O'Connor with the Knights of Columbus, men and a sense of community, having that sense of community, yeah. uh, building that relationship. Tell us how important is that, especially today? Yeah, it's one of the things I think, I know myself included, uh, most guys are like, yeah, that's probably important. I'm sure I'll get to that at some point. Um, you know, <laughs> right. I, and it's difficult. I remember it was a few years back and uh, Kate, my wife was like, Hey, you don't have any like close friends that you just hang out with. I'm like, yeah, I do. I've got some close friends. You know, we talk about once a year, um, you know, the guys that I went to college mm -hmm. with, like my brother, you know, I got a brother. He's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and I think what happens is we get into work, 
uh, and then we're, we're gone all day and we have, uh, you know, family, kids. And so if we're going to be, you know, if we're going to be cultivating relationships like we used to uh, with these guys that we felt like we belonged to, these are like our boys, the people that the ones who know us, we, we feel free with them. We really enjoy our time with them. We pursue time with them. Those are the guys that, you know, uh, we're, we were doing big things together. We were spending time. We were working on stuff together, going camping trips, hunting. You know, we would uh, mm-hmm. talk about hey, figuring out life together, mm-hmm. going through, you know, tragedies and stuff. And then you get married and have kids. It's like, I don't, I, I, if I were to do those things now, I'd be taking a lot of time away from my wife and kids, and that's not okay. Mm. So what happens? Well, I'll, I'll see, you know, my, my kids' friends' dads at barbecues, and we'll have a beer. You know, that's about as good as it's going to get. Or, my, you know, my wife's friends' husbands. Uh, and that'll do. You know, and we all know we're in the same boat. Uh, but Kate was like, look, you need some friends. I was like, that's not going to happen. You know, and I'll call up the guy. He lives in Atlanta now, but he and I were super close, you know. <laughs> but it took, uh, I, so I finally took it to prayer. And what happened was uh, I jumped in a Bible study with a, with a few guys. And, uh, you know, assuming, like we all kind of do, like, well, that'll, that'll do it. This is kind of getting to the heart of the matter. And we'll, you know, we'll share and we'll get, you know, connected. And that's not super attractive for most guys. And it wasn't for me either. I don't think it was for these guys. We knew we needed it. Uh, but to like get to where we, you can't force it, you know, with, especially with guys, like you can't be like, Hey, let's get together and like belong to each other. Mm-hmm. We're like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. so it took, for me, it took God provided, uh, uh, F3, which I know I've spoken about a little bit here before, but it's a group of guys that get up early in the morning and work out together and act like idiots, but like doing really hard things, uh, and making fun of each other. Uh, but it's a faith-based thing and we're connecting and we're sweating and it's before the kid and the kids get up, uh, and we're doing this a number of times a week. And I got to tell you, like, all of a sudden, all the things that I'd missed, uh, doing hard things together, just kind of punching each other and, and acting like idiots, but also, like, kind of sharing, like, what's, what's really going on. Because you can't help it. You know, you'd be seeing each other multiple times yeah. a week. Uh, we're, and then, like, when we did, like, Exodus 90 or Bible study, all these guys are all of a sudden in. We went from, like, three guys to, like, 15 guys. Mm-hmm because we were just getting yeah. up and sweating together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think one of the, yeah, the key points is just what we missed in college and that kind of thing in our football teams is that, like, we're doing hard yeah. stuff, like physical things together. And it's amazing that for guys, sometimes it's as simple as that. That's what gets us connected. Dave, you know? is, that an, is that an app? What, what is that? And how do guys get involved in that? Oh, you're talking about F3? Mm-hmm. So F3 yes. is just one example, but I think it's... It, so F3 is, is a nationwide thing. Uh, they've got a huge chapter mm-hmm. in New Orleans, a huge chapter on the North Shore. Uh, they've got it in Baton Rouge, home of Thibodeau. Um, and so, so it's, it's basically like, you know, it's faith, fellowship, and fitness. And you just wake up in the morning. It's peer-led. So one of the guys, we all take turns leading us, and nobody's an expert. Uh, but it's super creative. It's all body weight stuff, so nobody's getting hurt. But it's really challenging, no matter what you know fitness level you're at, and uh, it's a way to connect with a bunch of brothers doing kind of fun, hard things. Um, and it's and, and we're, but at the end of it, we're we're, we're talking, we're kind of sharing prayer intentions, what's going on, and we pray together, uh, and then that's it. Hmm. And it's amazing. We had two guys enter the church this year um, as a result of that brotherhood. Wow. That's you know, a, that, that is the breaking amazing. Down that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, and maybe and that, Dave, some guy. Example. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and that's what I was getting to next. That's a great example, and a guy's listening and saying, that's cool and everything, but that's not for me. 
So where do you find friends? It's so hard to make friends and to trust people too. Um, As an adult or as a young couple, when you have kids running around, you have all of the activities going on. It never seems to end. Yeah, you put in a day's work. You're you're tired. You're done, right? And so, yeah. Yeah. How do you squeeze that in? Yeah, I think the key key for me is either, one, that it's a regular thing that you're waking up early, right? Which sounds crazy, but like I found that it's amazing how once it, I realize once if, if we're doing something that's actually making a difference, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get up early because yeah. I feel it's worth it. I'm attracted to it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not attracted to it, so for instance, if all it is is just a Bible study, I know it's important, and I'll have energy for that for maybe a couple of months if I'm good. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I'm just going to fizzle out because it's not, it's, not, it's not the whole picture. And I think for men in particular, uh, what draws us together more than anything else is doing concrete things together, projects, mm-hmm. right, or, or exercise or something to where, like, we're, we're physically working on something together and some level of, like, uh, uh, difficulty and suffering that we're sharing that experience, that breaks down walls faster than anything, which is why guys will spend hours and hours playing golf together or fishing or something. Like, oh, we're not gotcha. talking about anything deep, mm-hmm. but there's, a, there's, a, there's an attraction to doing physical things and being challenged together. So that, I think, is a piece mm-hmm. that, like, I know, you know, there's groups of guys who will get together every now and then to go do, like, they'll build wheelchair ramps, you know, around, yes. the, and they're, they're like a team of guys, or they'll go mm-hmm. work on stuff, you know, projects for, for people who can't do their own yards or something. I, I think it's something to take to prayer. I think for most men, it was something I, I didn't know existed uh, until God kind of introduced me to it. I didn't know I needed, you know, but until he introduced me to it. So I think taking it to prayer, knowing that, like, just going and sitting with guys and trying to share our hearts may not be what gets you in the door. That may have to be what comes after uh, doing something concrete. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think as guys, Mm -hmm. we're a little more animal than than women are. We need... (laughs) need to sweat together. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I tell you one thing that I, I've noticed with, with the, this group that you're talking about, too. Y'all do get together. You do have quite the uh, com- camaraderie, uh, yeah, this, yeah. this deeper friendship. And then at the same time, and we've even promoted it a few times here at uh, at Catholic Community Media, the event that y'all had, you actually got yeah. together and did a fundraiser. And that was yeah, a lot we of fun. It was, it was, it's the families were all there and everything, but it was as a result of y'all's camaraderie that, that, that came about, exactly. right? That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And, and guys willing to do whatever. I mean, whatever, like we, it's some big, huge event that nobody's got time for. Yeah. We ended up raising $11,000 for St. Vincent DePaul pharmacy, which most of the guys in the group have no idea who they are, what they right. do, <laughs> right. but, they, but they were willing to do it because why? Because my boys are there and we're going to be doing it together yes. and I want to do that. You know? Yeah. That's it. It was it's really nice to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, I think it's also, you know, I think also it's important to uh, maybe get involved and kind of step outside of the comfort zone and maybe get involved in either a retreat or group activity in your church parish or anything like that. Uh, I know for a young adult, it can be kind of challenging because we may either be the only young adult uh, or there may be only two or three of us at a time, or maybe we're in a vibrant parish where it's just thriving and you're very lucky in that sense. So. I think stepping outside yeah. and, and also I think praying for guidance saying, help me find my people, help me find the right group that can lead me closer to you uh, and also yeah. give me that sense of community as well. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. Yeah, I think one of the things is uh, a huge, uh, like an easy on-ramp uh, that makes a massive difference for men is the, the act retreat. And I think, again, it comes down to like yeah. we're doing hard things together and it's real. We're yeah. not just kind of bluffing and singing and, 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 and talking about feelings. 
Like <laughs> it's getting down and dirty for an entire weekend. <laughs> and after coming out of that, like you've got relationships that are going to last a lifetime. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like yeah. you went through like a really tough, you know, uh, camping trip or something like that. Like we went out there to enjoy nature, which is all fine and good. But we ended up, it was like storming and it was crazy. And like now these guys are my oh, companions man. for life. You know, exactly. We yes. Yes. I love you it. You got to go through stuff. <laughs> David. <that>. Exactly. David. <laughs> David, thank you so much for joining us. Witness to Love.org yes, is where you can go to find out more information. David Dawson Jr., CEO, COO of Witness to Love. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, guys. All right. We're talking about Respect Life with Camille Polly of Healing the Culture. When we return from the break, it is 45 past the hour on Wake Up. Forty-eight past the hour. You're tuning your heart to the truth. I'm David Dawson, along with Damian Collada and Gabby Smith. And right now we have Camille Polly. She's the co-founder and president of Healing the Culture. We're going to talk about pro-life issues and being pro-life in America. Good morning, Camille. Good morning, David. How are you? I am great. And just because Roe versus Wade has been overturned, that uh, that new battle has gone local. So we've got to yes. we, we've got to arm ourselves even more, don't we? Well, we do, and I'll tell you what, the battle isn't really local, although the, the initiatives and the amendments are on a local level, uh-huh. the abortion movement has lobbied really hard nationally, and they're pouring national yeah. dollars into the statewide battles, so oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a really tough fight. It's an even worse fight, I think, than when we had Roe versus Wade. It's getting really nasty. Well, talk about healing the culture. Talk about what you do as far as uh, equipping us. Sure. You know, my husband is involved in uh, politics for the pro-life movement, and I'm involved in the education side. Wow. And so I run an organization called Healing the Culture. It was started by Father Robert Spitzer in uh, 2003, uh-huh. and we do a really, really deep education for people on why we're pro-life. And it's not just showing the pictures of the unborn child and what she looks like, because that's not really why we're pro-life. It's because the human person was made in a particular way by God that shows forth his dignity and his goodness, and we reflect that. And so we find ways to educate people from secular communities as well as religious in the, the reasons underlying why we're, pro- why we're pro-life. We talk about freedom and love and what, how you define success. Yeah. Quality of life, happiness, all those words that are so important in this movement. Well, I mean, and and I was doing a little research here and I came across your Respect Life University and I was rather yeah. amazed at that website and at what it has to offer. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a it's a one-stop shop for people who want to watch short videos to educate themselves or pass on what we believe to others who mm-hmm. are not pro-lifers. And so you, we have a series, for example, called Truth in 90 Seconds, where yeah. 90 seconds is all you've got, you know, right. then you get the little elevator mm-hmm. speech. But again, it's not just statistics and, and facts and images. It's, it's really getting to the heart of, of, you know, who we are and how we're made and what makes life worth living in the first place um, and what's really going to make you ultimately happy and bring you true freedom. So we've got that series. We've got another series coming up real soon, a, a debate between Gen Z uh, young people where they debate different issues back and forth. Wow. We've got an animated series for teens. We've got a little program for, for littles, you know, uh, kindergarten, first, second grade called Philo and Sophie. Uh, that's my favorite. <laughs> 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 it puppets and animation. But we've just got a way to teach everybody pro-life values when you don't have an hour to sit down and watch a whole lecture, although we right. talk about two. Um, but you want to know real short, how can I really help you? 
evangelize people, not just give them facts and statistics, but evangelize them. I think the other part that uh, that amazed me about that page is you, you do have different topics. Of course, you have different pro- topics, but then you, you, you do have something for kids. You do have something for teens. You do have something for old. Mm-hmm. E- everything is categorized to where I could just click and then you have these videos and the videos themselves, like you say, what are they, three minutes long uh, thereabouts or maybe yep, five got, at the most? Yep. yep, we've got some that are three, some that are five. Father Spitzer has a couple series on there where if you want to go deep, there's, you know, an hour or half an hour um, sections. And again, if you got 90 seconds while you're shaving in the morning, you can yeah. pop one of those two to 90 seconds videos on <laughs> and watch it. You know, maybe watch it again the next day and the next day so it gets kind of embedded in your head what you want to say when you're helping people out. Um, but it covers a wide variety of topics, too. Uh-huh. So, you know, stem cell research and right. uh, rape and incest and life of the mother. and What about disabilities? And, you know, what about, you know, all these different uh, vaccinations, you know, all these different issues that people care about, want to know about, how do they apply? Is the pro-life movement consistent? You know, I don't mm-hmm. really know what we believe in this situation. And so you can pop in there and see we're always adding new uh, videos so that if people want a certain topic addressed that we haven't addressed yet, they can email us and say, I want to see you address this topic. Oh, that's great. Go ahead, Camille. Um, you know, we're seeing, especially recently, that a lot of states that were pro-life are turning pro-choice. Um, how can we stick to our values when there's so much noise out there and it only seems to be getting louder and louder? Uh, well, number one is prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we cannot win this battle mm-hmm. just by education. Education is not really the primary thing we need to do. It's it's like I said, evangelization, and that doesn't work without the Holy Spirit. So we need to continue praying in the pro-life movement. Second, we have to yeah. be witnesses. If there were no witnesses during the Nazi regime, you know, people wouldn't have been brave enough to stand up like the White Rose Movement and do something about it. So we need good witnesses, strong witnesses who aren't afraid, um, you know, to, to, to speak what we really believe. And that's hard to do when you haven't been formed, which yeah. is why Healing the Culture exists. That's beautiful. Camille, this is Damien. You mentioned your husband is involved, I believe, in the political side, and you're helping uh, promote the pro-life side. (sighs) Boy, Ohio was a disappointment, to say the least, recently. Uh, I think they became the seventh state to provide access again for abortions uh, in that landmark ruling. What, do, what, what are we doing uh, on, a, at a grassroots level, I guess? I, I see what your programs are, but how do we get to, to, to more of the people? Well, it's tragic what happened in Ohio, but we shouldn't be deceived by that. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be deceived. The others deceive us. Yes. The reason why we lost in Ohio was because of the lies. Ohio is a pro-life state. That's I know. That's thought. what was amazing. Mm-hmm. They lie. They lie, and I, I'm not. I'm not afraid to say that. They tell people that this is going to make it so that if you have a miscarriage, you're not allowed to get the baby out. Women could die from doing this. Oh goodness! You know this bill. This amendment is only going to help women in the most tragic of circumstances. And of course, what it does is legalize abortions for all nine months of pregnancy. It, it's just been a, a terrible thing. And they're doing the same thing here in South Dakota, where I live. We'll be facing the same same amendment next year. Mm. And what do we do? We, like you said, it's grassroots. It is. We go out and we, we educate piece by piece, and we need to support financially. Political things are won by dollars. I hate to say that, mm. but they're won and lost by dollars. And if you're out spent 10 to 1 or 20 to 1 like we often are, chances are they're going to get their lies out much stronger than we are going to get the truth out. Yeah. People have to donate to the political cause. 
Wow, that is um, that is so true. This is such a uh, this is just such a, a very valuable website that you have. It's healingtheculture.org, and then uh, the the Respect Life University. The fact that you can actually uh, watch these videos in a short time and talk about a discussion that you can have maybe 90 seconds, seconds to have. That's all we have in, in a lot of situations. Camille, I think that is so incredible. And once again, if you don't mind, give out the website. Sure. HealingTheCulture.org. HealingTheCulture.org. Well, you just keep up the good work. you got our prayers behind yes. you. And, oh, uh, wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, David. I'll All take right. them. All right, Camille. Thank <laughs> you for joining us. God bless. God bless you. Bye-bye. Wow, huh? Amazing. Yeah. People out Wonderful there on that battle front. Yeah. Well, yeah. and we got to continue to pray for sure, but we we have to also speak our voice, and that's what we try to do here on Catholic Community Radio each and every morning. Mm-hmm. Educate you and evangelize at the same time because we have to promote life. Indeed. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, this show is finished for today. We're going to wrap up with a prayer to St. Margaret of Scotland in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for giving us St. Margaret of Scotland as an example of holiness. Help us to imitate the devotion to you she showed in remaining faithful amid all her suffering. Pray for me that I may always remain faithful to God no matter what sufferings I may endure. Pray that I may never waver in my devotion to God. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank Margaret of Scotland. Thank you so much. Pray for us. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. We have some events in our listening area we will give you details about. Dr. Mark Williams joins us. He's a superintendent of Catholic schools in the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau. He'll be updating us. And third, Lori Graham will be with us as well. She's with the Woman's New Life Clinic. And Emily Chapman, Catholic author, has a new children's book called The Supper of the Lamb. Have a wonderful Thursday. And again, thank you for being with us today. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.